Hey everybody, welcome to Great Oaks Student Ministry Podcast. It has been a little while. It's been four weeks since Austin and I have been in the studio. What's up, brother? Not a whole lot. You're looking pretty tired. Man camp was man camp was restorative, but also not restorative as well. Yeah. You literally got back like what, an hour ago? Two hours ago. Two hours ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And I preached this morning. So, obviously, we're both kind of coming at this a little dazed and confused, but we'll make the best of it. Bear with so. us, guys. The stories will be worth it. There you go. But, yeah, so we've been uh, out of the studio together for four weeks. Sorry about that. Kind of month of March just came and went with Ice Camp, and then I think I went to Exponential. Yes. Yeah, right Exponential. after Ice Camp. So yeah. I was gone in Florida for a week, and then uh, spring break was in there, mm-hmm. and so I know I took a week off vacation and then Austin recorded a podcast last week with Jordan and Braylon um, about their trip to Turks and Caicos. So if you've not listened to that, please go back and listen to that. But uh, yeah, it's been four weeks since Austin and I have been in the studio together. So we're back and we don't have any guests. So it's just us. Sorry, guys. No, no. I think I think they'll, I think they'll be fine with it. Um, we, uh, we want to talk a little bit about we've had um, in the last four weeks, four or five weeks, we've had kind of two adventures up at Miracle Camp um, in Lawton, Michigan. And so we, re- we wanted to kind of rewind the clock and talk to you about Ice Camp with students four weeks ago. And then also Austin is going to talk about Man Camp. Um, I didn't go this year. Um, I was here preaching. Um, so he's going to tell most of those stories. But uh, before we get there, uh, just some updates on student ministry and kind of all that's happening in that. Um, obviously, I think one of the big Things that happened in the last four weeks in the realm of student ministry uh, is I announced my resignation. Uh, if you didn't know that, then you are either not at Great Oaks or you're not on social media um, or you never ran into me in public for the last couple of weeks. So, um, but if you're just learning um, that this is my last school year, um, sorry, surprise. But yeah, so this is my last school year. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about that at some other time, but currently talking with, uh, an organization about jumping on board with them and, and, uh, but again, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, it's been a great run, but it's time to hand off leadership to somebody else, um, and let them take it to the next level. So, um, we are nearing the end of the school year, which means graduation time's coming up. So Austin, do you know that we always collect pictures I didn't. You actually mentioned that, and I, I had no idea what the pictures thing was about, okay. so explain it to me. So um, May 19th, uh, which is a Sunday, that's the day of Metamore High School's graduation, Okay. Um, that Sunday morning we recognize graduates, eighth graders, high school, and college graduates. And we do that with a slideshow uh, where we have pictures of eighth graders and seniors and college graduates. And then we invite the uh, high school seniors and the college graduates to come up on stage uh, we give them a gift, we pray over them, kind of sending them out, commissioning them into whatever's next. Um, so we need your pictures. So if you have a student who's graduating eighth grade, high school, or college, send us a high-resolution picture um, of them, not a social media one, please. We've got to show up on the big screen. Send it to heather at greatoaks.church, and she will make sure that your students in the slideshow include kind of what's uh, next for them, uh, particularly if they're um, – graduating high school and college, uh, let us know what's going on next. So uh, if you have any questions about that, uh, reach out to Heather, heather at greatoaks.church. Um, we've got high school youth group tonight. Culture shit, eighth graders? Culture shit, yeah. So eighth gra- oh, the man. current eighth graders who are next year's freshmen can now start coming to high school youth group, and that starts tonight. So spring break is done. 
eighth graders can jump in. So yeah, so we're gonna have. Um, so they won't be able to actually hear this by tonight, but no, next no. week they would. They right. would be able to come. Right. So yeah. So all future culture shifts, which interestingly, there's only three. Hey, four more. That's still four parties that they can come to. That's right. That's right. You know what so I'm we've got. I think we've got three regular nights of high school youth group, and then a Cinco de Mayo party on May fifth to kind of cap out the school year. Boom. So, um, I think that's everything as far as updates. Current, in student current, events, current events in student ministry. So, so yeah. So let's. Uh, should we rewind the clock? We're going to go back about four weeks to, I don't remember what the date was, but it, the date is kind of relevant because God was just doing so many good things. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what day it was. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. So we went to um, ice camp, and this was the first time we've ever done combination middle school, high school together. Um, we've always done middle school during Martin Luther King weekend, high school during Super Bowl weekend. That didn't work out this year uh, for a lot of different reasons, which aren't worth going into. But um, honestly, I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but I feel like it worked pretty well. I feel like I feel like it was a it was a closer group, uh, a smaller group, right? There was only we only had one bus this year, right? One bus and a twelve passenger, and then like seventy kids. Yeah, seventy people total. Seventy people total. So it was a smaller group of of closer friends, and I feel like everybody. I'll speak to this later, but I know specifically everybody went deeper on Saturday night than, than yeah. I've seen in past. And so like that was, that was cool. So quality, quality over quantity. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, Austin, I don't know if you listened to my sermon this morning as you were driving, but, um, I actually shared about Saturday night and kind of shared an overview of, of what happens at camp. Oh, excellent. Um, so, let me let me kind of run with um, just the high overview schedule kind of stuff. Yeah, and then um, because I already got to talk about Saturday night this morning, sweet. Um, so I, people don't need to hear head. me tell it, right? <laughs> they need to hear you tell it. So yeah. um, you can go to the podcast or go to the church website and listen to me talk about this from the sermon this morning. But I'm going to have Austin in a minute to talk about that. But uh, if you're not familiar with Ice Camp, uh, Man Camp, Women's Retreat, they're all kind of the same overarching structure. Uh, you've got multiple chapel sessions where you've got a band or a musician, um, and then you've got uh, a main speaker, and they do multiple sessions. And at least at ice camp, we break out into small groups, and we talk about um, the um, the topic for the night uh, in those small groups. And then, of course, there's all sorts of games and activities. And at ice camp, we've got um, volleyball tournament, basketball tournament, dodgeball tournament, broomball tournament, All kinds of ping sledding, pong tournament. Sledding. Yeah, there was sledding, but we didn't have enough snow yeah. this year. So, yeah, it was kind of disappointing going. We we had there was snow like days before we went up there, and then it all melted, and then no more snow until we were driving home Sunday. Remember that lake effect? Yeah, snow? Michigan is apparently turning into Illinois. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> wait 15 minutes, the weather changes. Yes, but yeah, we had some lake effect snow coming home, and that was we slowed down on the interstate to about 35 miles an hour, and cars were sliding off like right in front of us and yeah it was a little little nerve-wracking bringing all the students but we have we we employ for that the best bus drivers in the state of illinois Peoria charter coach super safe super awesome yeah they they, they've been phenomenal for us um you know we we've been going to ice camp for years years and years i mean i got here roughly 12 years ago and they were going to ice camp prior to me getting here um so somebody actually asked me on afterwards like how many ice camps have you gone to, Chris, in your 
kind of 10, 11 years of, of being in student ministry here at Great Oaks. And I did the math. If I, if I did the math correctly, if memory serves, um, it was 16 ice camps. 16 ice camps. Yeah, I've gone to 16 ice camps. Um, and then, of course, multiple weeks of summer camp as well. So, yeah, so 16 ice camps. That's a lot. Wow. Like, and, and, and still, even now, even this last one, the 16th one, you're, you're witnessing just the power of Holy Spirit move oh, yeah. in, in unbelievable ways in these young students' lives. Yeah, absolutely. And even in the leaders' lives, right? Like mm-hmm. my life, right? Right, right. So um, so now you know kind of the general format, and that's going to help you understand man camp too when Austin talks about that. But um, Austin, talk to us about – so we, we've got the ice camp weekend going. We get up there Friday. Um, you know, we have our Friday night chapel. We have small groups. We go to bed. Saturday morning, we have games, activities, we have chapel, free time in the afternoon. Um, shout out to Travis Grant for just owning Broomball. Um, got props from uh, Miracle Camp staff for being the best Broomball player they've ever seen. And it was his first time ever playing it. So mad soccer Kid, skills. Kids just got mad athletic skills. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. So He, he tried this, like, man camp. Apparently not so much, though. Tweaked a knee. Oh, no, don't do that, Travis. Yeah. That's how I blew my knee out at ice camp five years ago. Yeah, he needs some words of wisdom from the, uh, uh, from the vet over here. I'm going to have to talk to him. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Miracle camp is good for the spirit, but, like, bad on the knees. Yeah, evidently, yeah. evidently. So so we build up to Saturday night. So, um, Austin, take it over and tell us what happened Saturday night. Saturday night is is very commonly referred to as a, as a mountaintop experience. And I think last year for me – the the place I was in spiritually um, was very just grateful to be there, right? Like I was just I was happy to have been invited. La- you're saying last year in 2018? Y- yes, previous okay. year. So okay. I'm I'm rewinding a whole year okay. plus a year right. and four. So make sure we understood where yeah. we were at. Right. So Chris invites me to go on this miracle camp trip to be a student leader. I'm not really exactly in the place to be a student leader at that time, um, but it was it was absolutely a way that God just wrecked me, right? He he got my heart on fire for God just through literally those worship sessions, the speaker, the interactions with the students. It's just, it's powerful what that place does. Um, I was talking to Jake this week and I was like, I think they get the, pal- there's a pallet wall in the auditorium. Yeah, there. yeah. And I think that that wood must be actually from Jerusalem. Like it's <laughs> got to have Holy Spirit in, in the grains. There you go. And so... Um, Last year was just this awesome time of worship, prayer, you know, we're all getting we're all getting the prayer and the attention that, that we don't get here. It's quality time that we don't get to spend with students and with leaders alike. Yeah, I I I'm gonna hit pause there for a second. Sure. One of the things that, that maybe people don't understand is the amount of time that we get with students on a weekend trip like this is equivalent to roughly three months of youth group time, maybe more. Just um, think of it, it's just unbelievable the the amount of time between the bus rides, the hanging out at meals, chapel sessions, small groups, hanging out in the cabins, being on games with each other, teams with each other. Like the amount of time and opportunity you have to have spiritual conversations with students, it, it would take three months or more of Sunday night youth groups. Um, to have that with students, so just to put it in perspective for the audience. Yeah, and so you have you have roughly you know two and a half days of of everybody in kind of this this mindset or this you know they have this sense of peace, whatever it is that they're going there to 
to do business with the Holy Spirit. And everybody kind of lets their walls down. It's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. It's this moment where everybody is able to break through and like, and truly start to wrestle with some of the topics and the things going on in our lives. And so having last year, I'm speaking of, you know, 2018 now, sorry. Um, having that kind of mountaintop experience, um, for the first time ever been being to an ice camp, it was, it was a high, high bar to, to jump over, I guess. Yeah. Or it was, you, you guys set the bar really high. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and so my expectations were, I didn't know what to think going in. I was kind of apprehensive. Um, apprehensive why? Number one, that was my first year. I thought nothing could ever beat it. I okay. thought, I thought after that, after that, like, I was with Brandon, you know, my, my bro. I was with, you know, I was with you, my other bro. Um, I was it, in it. It's kind, of, it's kind of like Back to the Future 2 wasn't nearly as good as Back to the Future 1. Yeah. Right? Like, you have this expectation of sequels are never as good as, as the first contact. Yeah, we had right? this first wor- experience. We had this worship band that, like, came up from, like, Nashville, Tennessee. Like, the, like these, like, professional artists that were, like, playing guitar and drums and like worship was great right and so i had very high expectations okay and i was like there's it's going to be pretty hard to beat and brandon wasn't there this time um he wasn't but then all of a sudden we turned around and he's standing there yeah like like seriously bro you didn't even tell us you were coming that's kind of the point i guess but that is yeah so we're yeah, that was a cool moment. Um, we were standing out there. The kids were playing, um, not Gold Rush. Yeah, it was Gold, was Rush. It Gold Rush. Yeah, yeah it was Gold Rush. And um, I'm talking to somebody, and then, I don't know, I sense somebody behind me. I turn around, and it was Brandon. And it, it literally took me a few seconds to, like, <laughs> connect the dots and realize it was him. Because I, I was like, well, yeah, he just came with us. Wait, no, he doesn't work there anymore. Like, he's a, he's in police academy. Why are you sta- – wait, why is Brandon standing here? Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a funny moment. So we got a little bit of time with Brandon as well. So that was that was cool. So. so I had a high of expectations, right? And I was just like, God, like, just, just show up in a miraculous way, right? Like – we need help. I need help. Um, let, let's just just show us that you're here, right? And so we kind of went into the first the first chapel session, and everybody's kind of like you know excited to be there. But five minutes in, I'm sitting next to this young man, and he's he's already doodling, right? <laughs> he's already taking notes. Um, but and he's so I know who you're talking about. We're going to leave names out of right, it, right. but uh, he's a seventh grader. Yeah, and so we we took seventh grade through twelfth grade. And so this kid's on the low low end of that age bracket. Yeah, and he see so he sees me, and I kind of walk in, and he he leaves an open seat, and he's like, hey, he's hey, points, and um, so I go sit by him, right? And I don't know this kid, right? I have no idea who he is, but yeah, because you work with high school and not with middle school. Yeah, so five minutes in, he is um, doodling doodling pictures, and I'm like, man, kid, this this I don't even know said child's name yet. <laughs> And I'm like, this sermon looked really good. I wish you would pay attention, you know. And I, as he was drawing, like, I had kind of this inclination to want to, like, take the pen from him, like, so maybe he would pay attention okay, or whatever. And I was like, God, if you're, if you're, if you're here, if you're in this place, like, just give us a miraculous sign that, 
this young man is listening to what you're saying, right? And so the way I tell the story is um, I flash back to a time in, when I was on a hunting trip, when I was in nature. I was, I was in a very spiritual place. Um, I was taking a nap on a hillside, woke <laughs> up, and I literally saw – you guys can picture this with me, but um, there's, a, there's a hillside and there's a cross standing on the hillside. It's like what you often picture at Easter, right, three crosses on a hill. And I woke up from this nap, and I looked up in the clouds, and I, I literally saw a cloud, like, hill, cross, the whole thing. Yeah. Go to get my phone out to take a picture, and, like, you know, eh, fumbling for it, like, wisps away, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so that was just for me, right? So, like, that's been kind of a, a cool piece of imagery that always floats in my mind. Sure. And so... I'm like, man, it'd be kind of cool, like, if I just drew drew that on his little notebook or whatever. And so as I'm... Like, you were saying, you remember this from your hunting trip. You're like, hey, I'm going to go inspire this kid to pay attention by drawing this hill and the cross on his notebook. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, mid-prayer, right, like, I'm thinking this, and this pops in my head. And I open my eyes, you know, say amen, open my eyes, and I look over, and this young man, it's, it, it brought me to tears, chills everything he has drawn the hill with the cross on shut it. up i'm not kidding i'm not kidding you like i was <laughs> i was literally sitting there and i just started to ball immediately right in the middle of the song and he's like looks at me he's like why is this, why is this dude crying yeah i was like, gonna say how did he respond <laughs> he d- he didn't like okay he didn't he had no he idea. Just didn't know what to do he had no idea yeah yeah and so I was just like, oh, whoa, okay, so this is going to be different, right? This, like, God is going to jump, like, he's going to elevate that bar to a whole nother level. Right? Okay. He's going to blow that away. Okay. And so, you know, pair that with, you know, me being upset, I guess, or feeling selfish that Brandon wasn't going to be there. What's What happens? He shows up, <laughs> right? And it just just kind of blew, blew my mind how, how well... And then obviously your story, Saturday night, you know, just yeah. being in the Holy Spirit, taking taking that um, opportunity to truly give each student an opportunity to speak up. And yeah, let, let me let, let me ahead. rewind and kind of describe what happened there. So Saturday night we have our chapel session, and the speaker in at the end of his message is inviting people uh, to come up and just pray if they want to uh, be prayed. Uh, over by somebody else or just pray by themselves, but up at the stage in the front. And he tells the, the musician just to keep playing and play till his fingers bleed and then keep playing. (laughs) Right. And, you know, as a planner, I'm sitting here going, okay, that's, that's fine and good, but this is our space for breakouts. Like when we get done with chapel, our large group of 70 is supposed to break into smaller groups all around the chapel. Like, Pray for a couple minutes, that's fine, but you guys got to go because this is our space. <laughs> and I'm just being honest, that's what went through my head. And so I go back and, and I check with Miracle Camp staff and they say, well, you can go down to the cafeteria. And I said, okay. So I go back to my chair and the musician's playing the last song. And I just sense the Holy Spirit saying, don't go. Just stay here. Okay. I, it wasn't my plan, but all right, I'm going to listen. And so, you know, the speaker got done. People were up there praying. And he just said, we're going to keep playing the song. Keep praying if you want to. If you want to come up here and do it, that's fine. We're not going to kick anybody out. So I just told our group, uh, which was a large group. We're sitting in the back left corner of the chapel. I just said, just stay here and just be quiet. We're going to respect their prayer time up mm-hmm. there. 
And that went on for, you know, five, ten minutes. And I was getting a little anxious. I was questioning the decision to stay there. I felt like we were wasting our time. But then I started to look at the group and see what was happening. And the, and the best way to describe it was there was a wave of the Holy Spirit that just flowed over our group. And students started praying with each other. And adults got up and moved over to somebody else to pray with them. And groups of students were circling up to pray. And people were, were crying and... and um just all sorts of stuff was happening, and it was obvious God was on the move. And that lasted, I mean, for a total of probably 20 minutes um, that we sat there, maybe longer, I don't know. Yeah. And finally the groups got done um, up front praying, the other youth groups. And, and it was a small pocket, like maybe 10 people, 15 people. And they left, and, and the pastor, youth pastor, expressed appreciation for us just letting him have that time. But, yeah, I was just like – Man, I'm I'm throwing out everything that I was going to say, and I just want to hear from the students. I want to hear what God did, and so we had all the students come up to the front, and and I said those words. I'm like, I I had stuff I was going to say, but I'm not going to say it. I want to hear from you. Obviously, God did something here. Like what happened? And it was an eighth grader that popped up first and said, "Well, this was you know what God said to me," and and then um, I know there were siblings that were talking. Mind, mind you, like of like the shyest. Yeah. The shyest eighth grader, you said? Yeah, yeah. The shyest eighth grader stands up, quivering in his voice, but just gives this beautiful testimony. Yeah. Of, and what's, of what's going on. I, mean, I kind of want to keep it, you know, private, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for his sake. But Yeah, and that kind of opened the floodgate, didn't it? Incredible, like, how much courage it took this young man to have and, like, how the Holy Spirit's giving him that courage in that moment and yeah. how you were able to relinquish the, the, the desire to control it, control it yeah. and just go with the flow yeah. right, in that and, sense. And we had um, 12, 15 students stand up and talk. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Eas- more. Easily. I'm not sure. Easily 12, 15. I'm not sure exactly, but just a wide range of, of things that they shared. And some of it was very personal. Um, and it was just, it was amazing to, to be a part of. Um, and to see and just kind of closed out that time praying for the students, but challenging them. Like kind of like I said this morning in the sermon, this is the mountaintop experience being at camp. Like it's easy to be a Christian at camp because we're all running in the same direction, but we're going to go home and we're going to come off the mountaintop and we're going to be challenged in our faith. And so how do we maintain what God has done in us here and continuing on into Monday and Tuesday and the coming weeks and months. And that's always a challenge of, of summer camp, of ice camp, weekend retreats, is you have these incredible experiences, um, but you got to prepare to come home uh, for it because it, it can, in one sense, be a letdown when you get back home. Um, conversation for another day, but I remember really wrestling through things when I came home from Israel um, and Jordan in 2010. I spent 16 days over there. And processing through all that, it took me weeks, if not over a month, to process through all that. Um, and I just wasn't prepared to get back into the quote-unquote normal routine of life. Um, but it's been it's been cool to watch. And there's students that have plugged back into youth group as a result of Ice Camp um, that had disappeared, you know, for the yeah. rest of the previous rest of the school year, came to Ice Camp and have now come back to being a part of youth group. There's um, kids are getting baptized. Um, we've got um, a middle schooler, no, a high schooler and a college student uh, that are getting baptized this next Sunday. 
And then another student that was there, um, an eighth grader, middle schooler, he's going to get baptized on Father's Day uh, coming up. And so it's it's awesome. Like, it's so cool to see what God does. And like Austin said, it's not just the students, it's us as leaders as well. Um, but yeah, so Ice Camp, um, Ice Camp was an incredible experience. It feels like it was forever ago, and it's really only like four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago. Um, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, still fresh in our hearts that, and our minds. Absolutely, and just just hearing hearing from people on a on a on a regular basis that we see at youth group, like say, hey, you know, I'm still holding I'm still holding accountable to that five minutes of of Bible reading yeah. that you know we talked about at camp, right? And it's like these little conversations yep. that you have the opportunity to have that that last, and that's what holds out, and that's what yep. keeps them involved and engaged. Yep, absolutely, and so it's, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's turn the corner a little bit. Sure. And like we said earlier in the podcast, you just got home like two and a half hours ago now uh, from man camp. So you went up there with the Great Oaks guys. Talk to us about that week, that weekend. So that was like the home team tour. This was this was cool. So um, Pastor Jake got invited to speak at at man camp this year, and. He was basically like, yo, can I bring my band? <laughs> and so all of our favorite band members were up there too. So okay. it was a it was a Great Oaks party at Miracle Camp. It felt felt somewhat guilty for that. Um but not really. Not a shit kinda like <laughs> hashtag sorry not sorry. Right. Kind of thing. Because I mean, worship team brought the house down. Like it's you you know what I, you know what I'm talking about, Chris. The yeah. power the power behind 200 men, right. 250 men, screaming at the top of their lungs the lyrics to some worship song or Amazing Grace, even right. Yeah. They open they open with Amazing Grace, and that'll, just that'll like, get the guys going. I mean, you, you wouldn't think it would, but it was yeah. like it just allows you to throw everything down, yep. right? Yep. And so the worship was off the chain. Jake was on fire speaking and it was it was a moving weekend like it just just in whole if you want the big picture view of it it was insanely moving that's awesome and we had like 40 guys is that what i heard i think that's what i heard yeah. we had 40 guys uh from great oaks go up and be a part of that um talk to me about some of the the uh, aside from it's all guys and we had students right um, there are a few, you know, significant differences when you go to man camp that uh, are not quite there with ice camp. And let's be honest, some of the women I know are jealous of some of the things that we get to do as guys. So what are some of those bonus things that we get to do as guys at man camp? If, if I can brag about the activities list, if, if that's what's going to appeal to you, it is it is bacon on tap 24-7. That's crazy. It's unbelievable. Like I just walked in there into this into this kitchen lounge area last night. At 11:45, picked up about eight dollars worth of bacon and just smacked it on the grill. <laughs> and I come out to the boys and I'm like, "Here we go!" And they were like, they were stoked. And like, you know, what what that did was it fueled about two hours more worth of like deep conversation. Okay. Like it was, it's weird how that works. Yeah. Bacon, you know, bacon yeah. and snacks enable you to stay up late night. And so. Um, and you guys grill your own steak. Yeah, so we grill our own steak on the and that's beach. That's like a big yeah, big outdoor grill on the beach. Like it's a 
it's a charcoal grill, but it's like a long thing, so you can have like fifty people grilling steaks at once. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just just painting word pictures here for our audience, and, and we're not talking like these little itsy bitsy steaks. We're yeah, talking no. like a, if you're from the Peoria area, we're talking like a big Alwyn's like ribeye. Yeah. is what we're talking. Yeah, like big. And, and they got the rubs and all oh, that kind of stuff, seasonings, everything. So yeah, you're you're grilling out steaks on the beach. You're throwing tomahawks. You're shooting bows. You're shooting guns. Clay, you know clay skeet. Um, they got the ropes course, high ropes course. Um, which I got a funny story about Brent and I on there. Um, and then there's also zip lining. Okay. There is you know golf, frisbee golf, nature trails. And you guys am, do, I, am I missing anything? I mean, you guys do dodgeball tournaments and basketball tournaments. Yeah, kind of you know, like ice, kind of like ice camp with yeah. students. But but when you get you know a bunch of guys that are eighteen and older, some of them are wanting to relive their glory days, and some of them are just trying to survive on the court. It's it's a little interesting seeing the clash of generations uh, take they place had, on dodgeball court and basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's where Travis ripped his knee out. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, they got they had gained the. Final Four, or not Final Four, sorry. Uh, the tournament was on. March Madness. March Madness yeah, was yeah. on. Um, you know, all sorts of Who's snacks. left? I have no idea. I didn't watch it. I heard it. It's an awkward pause, but wow, you can tell Austin and I are huge March Madness fans. Sports fans. Hey, there are two teams left in March Madness, <laughs> and they are basketball teams, college age. They're going to play. So, yeah. I get all my I get all my sports stuff from Sports Center. I watch it for thirty minutes in the morning so I can talk to dudes and look like I know what I'm talking about. But I really have no clue what I'm talking about when it comes to sports. So being my dirty little secret is out. I know nothing about sports. I figured Ethan being your son would be a little bit uh you'd be a little bit more up on that game. Yeah, we talk about the NBA, but okay. that's about it. Okay. So anyway. So plenty of activities, um plenty of team building. Just opportunities to to hang out and talk. Yeah. Right. Um Brent and I you know, we're both we both got crippled in the last, and I won't say crippled, but <laughs> injured in the last uh, week. So between the two of us, we had two good arms, two working yeah. arms. And Brent is your brother. Brent is my brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we decided we were like going to do the high ropes course because that was the wise thing to do with you know two working arms between the two of us. Sure, yeah. absolutely makes perfect sense. And so one of the dudes was like that was running the course. He was like, yeah, I've only actually seen one other pair of people make it across this tightrope challenge right and it's two it's two wires about 18 inches apart you know 20 feet long or maybe 15 feet long and you're 40 feet in the air right make it across and so brent and i were like well yeah like why wouldn't we is, is this where you're each on a wire pushing holding hands and pushing against each other yeah or to, and it gets farther and farther apart yeah okay yeah okay and so like you can cross it in a, in a myriad of ways but like we ended up making it across. Like, it was a cool team-building challenge, like, where we, you know, just had to communicate and work together in a way that my brother and I never really do that. Huh. That's interesting. We, we've never done that before. Okay. Right? Okay. And so it – oh, hey. Time for youth group. <laughs> Time for youth group. <laughs> Alarms are going off. Silence everything but my watch. Sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, just put us in a spot where where we had time to, to really dig deep and – I'll just say push past some communication boundaries that we've had. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But. Yeah. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, 
my brother and I got together this past weekend as well. Um, he's six years older than me and lives on my Chicago land. And he and his kids came down and, and we met halfway, which is Starved Rock. And uh, Karen and Morgan and I went up and, and spent three or four hours hiking and went out to lunch together and just had some great conversations and, and had a chance to talk through some things that I've always wanted to ask him but never seemed like the right time and place, but this weekend was. And mm-hmm. so I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Getting through some of those things. Talk to me. What, what were some of your takeaways from um, Pastor Jake's messages? Because like, he talked about biblical manhood. So, yeah, we talked we talk biblical manhood, 1 Corinthians uh, 16, verses 13 and 14, I believe. Um, be strong. Act like men. Stand firm in the faith. Be watchful, right? I know that's not in the right order because I'm not good at quoting scripture, so sorry. Sorry. Right. Um, but that's that's in essence what we discussed. Okay. And so we discussed passive laziness. We discussed what it means to actually this, I guess, false identity of being a man appearing to be a man okay and and putting yourself at the center of your own universe of the center of your solar system mm. and prioritizing everything or compartmentalizing yeah everything um like you know having having Jesus number 1 in your priority list um he he kind of went over this list of priorities like Jesus wife kids um career Hobbies, right? Okay. And, and each one yeah, of yeah. those having walls in between them. And it, but as long as we keep Jesus in the first, right, in that first box, then then it's okay, right? And that's that's not actually okay. And it was a very, I'll say, very convicting message, very heartfelt. There was no holds barred, I guess, in terms of calling us out and pushing us. Okay. Um, in in those basic concepts of being strong, acting like men, um, we learned about how we we are we were designed to be cultivators, right? So we have this this need and this internal desire to to do things, right? But this there's this concept that we could be cultivating in the wrong areas, right? We could be putting I I could be putting too much effort in at the gym or too much effort in at work when I'm not cultivating a relationship or not cultivating um, my faith like I should be. Okay. Right? Like if I'm not if I'm not giving God the first portion of my day, the first the the best part of my day and my awareness, right? Like what is that really showing for my priorities for yeah. for my life, yeah. my structure. So it was just a really frank conversation. Um did you guys have some group conversations like sitting around a campfire or around bacon or in the bunks or you know things like that? I know that usually always happens. Ours occurred ours occurred in the car okay. on on the way back is where we really got deep. Okay. Everybody seemed everybody was kind of uh disappearing afterwards, going off in their own little small groups of people that they, they traveled with. Okay. And so our our discussion mainly took place in in the car on the way home. And then there was a little bit of bonfire action. Sure. sure. Um, nice. So it was a good weekend. Dude, like, I want to go back. Yeah, yeah. I know every time 
somebody goes to Miracle Camp for the first time, they discover why everybody talks about it, you know, why it's such a big deal around here. And I remember that 12 years ago when I got here and everybody's talking about Miracle Camp. I'm like, why are we going to camp five hours away? Like there are Christian camps within hour, hour and a half of Peoria, right? But then you go and you experience it and you really have to just go and experience it for yourself. And so I know Austin would say the same thing, you know, women, you've got your chance coming up. Uh, they're going May 1st through the 3rd or 3rd through the 5th or something like that. The first weekend in May, um, the women from Great Oaks are going. And so if you're wondering whether you should go, you absolutely should go. Um, go to register.greatoaks.church. Register today. Get more information about it. Um, I, I don't even know all the details as far as travel and stuff. That's that's the women and get the men. I, I, I take care of students. So um, I don't know how the women are getting there, but they're getting there. Um, but you're going to have an awesome weekend. And uh, I know over the summertime, we have family camp at Miracle Camp. We have summer camp for students of all ages. We have um, father-son weekends up there, uh, mother-daughter retreats, couples retreats. There's They have something every weekend with yeah. the exceptions of Thanksgiving, Easter, Mother's Day. And Christmas. Yeah. There is something going on at Miracle Camp every one of those weekends right. that you right. can get plugged into. And yeah. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. There's actually, there's speaking specifically towards Man Camp, they're actually bringing in a fall edition okay. of Man Camp. Similar structure, very similar structure for worship sessions and for chapel sessions. Similar activities, but like just another opportunity to go at a different time. Yeah. I know in the last couple of years they've added in uh, middle school fall blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added in ice camp over Christmas break, like New Year's um, Eve kind of ice camp for students. So yeah, they're they're expanding their offerings, they're expanding their facilities. Evergreens under construction, like they're making more rooms for housing, more chapel space. Um, God is just doing amazing things. So if you have not yet had a chance to go to Miracle Camp, and that's really what this episode of the podcast was all about, was. Miracle camp, whether it be ice camp, man camp, women's retreat, family camp, all this kind of stuff. Like God does something unique when you sacrifice a weekend away from your normal routine, your normal schedule, and you dedicate it to him and you open up your heart and your mind and your soul to what he wants to teach you. And sometimes it, it, it just takes getting away to make that happen. And miracle camp is one of a lot of different places you can go to. But it's what we at Great Oaks partner with, or who we at Great Oaks partner with. And so definitely go if you get a chance. Students, adults, um, so many opportunities. Check them out, miraclecamp.com. Um, kind of feels like we're doing a commercial for Miracle Camp, but that's we just can't say that's enough. The, that's the point. Though. I know. If this commercial, if this podcast leads somebody to go to Miracle Camp and gets baptized because of it, right. that is the point. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So, so go go to Ice Camp. Um Speaking of going, Austin and I got to go to youth group. We've got high schoolers <laughs> coming in tonight. Uh, in uh, about minutes. yeah, minutes. we got to have prayer with leaders in about twenty minutes, and students will be showing up in about forty-five. We got to make sure we're all set for all those students, including the new eighth graders. So, uh, parents of eighth graders, your kids are welcome to come on Sunday nights. Uh, we'll be back within a week, and um, let's do a, a focus on missions uh, for our next podcast. Yes, Does that sound good. Finally. Finally. We've talked about missions. The last <laughs> podcast you recorded last week was all about missions. I know. I know. But, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dial in on uh, missions because we are only 
eight weeks out, maybe less than eight weeks out from oh, going man. to Peru. Yeah, it's approaching quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's approaching very quickly. Um, so everybody's got their shots, everybody's got passports, paperwork's in. I just sent off like $20,000 um, for, you know, all the payments that had to be made. Fundraisers are done. We had pie to pastors at the family fun night. Family fun night. That's, was that was huge. in this last four weeks too, since we did the last podcast. That's what, yeah, that was so we raised um, over two thousand dollars that night. Um, I think Dang. it was it was roughly a thousand, just over a thousand dollars, just for pie to pastors. Whoa. Yeah, and so Pastor Jake came in first. I came in second. Pastor Jesse came in third, and he wasn't there. He was in Texas for spring break with his family. So we FaceTimed him that night, or we actually recorded it and sent it to him, that he's getting pied on a Sunday morning. So we got to remember to hold him to that. Excellent. Uh, coming up here soon. So uh, this coming Sunday, we got baptisms, uh, lots of stuff happening uh, in the projects. life of service projects are coming up for students. Yeah, we don't know all the details yet on that, but uh, we got that stuff coming up. But yeah, like lots of stuff happening in the next eight weeks as the school year winds down. And we start gearing up for summer. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, We will be back in a week. So peace out. Love you guys. Bye. See you.